Friends, neighbors, and comrades, hello and welcome to another episode of Last Minute Politics. My name is Pepper. And I am Dragor, and this is where we talk about a bunch of news that's going on, and especially through the filter of who is delivering this message. Why are they delivering this message and not other, perhaps more important messages? If you want to support our paranoid communist ramblings, uh, go over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash lastminutepolitics. Or, hey, if you're listening to this on any kind of podcast service, such as like Spotify or iTunes, whatever, give us a rating or a thumb up. Whatever kind of engagement that platform wants, do it. <laughs> and, hey, tell people about the show if you like it. We are in the middle. When I say we, I mean personally now. Me, I, me am in the middle or the end of uh, building my bathroom, which we were doing last week and a couple weeks ago. It's pretty much done, but my parents are still at the house. We have a, another couple of days of them being here, and then they will travel back across the country to Pennsylvania by car, just in time for our Omicron to be going down. So they've been over here, and we've been like, hiking trails outside. <laughs> yeah, but you have the weather to do it, you know. Yeah, it's been nice. It's been extremely cool because we're in Phoenix. Do you want what do we want to make a dumb wager that your bathroom will be more fully functional than mine will? Yo, my bathroom has a freaking bidet in it now. Bidet uh, to we're, you. We're <laughs> me and more are bougie now. We've joined the, ro- the the royal class. We've joined the owning class. We have a function uh, a renovated bathroom in a house that we mortgaged together. Do you have <sighs> a bougie bottom? Do you have a posh posterior? <laughs> We don't no? have a sink yet. Get a bidet, get a bidet today. <laughs> We're going through the the thing we actually wanted in the toilet was a freaking half flush button. Like if you go to most, I don't know, it seems everywhere in Europe and they have uh, two flush buttons. One is a lesser flush button for pee, and then a, a larger flush button for things larger than pee, and then. In the U.S., trying to get that puts us squarely in like fancy toilet territory. Like the only you have to get like a luxury toilet. It's not even a half flush. It's like 0.8 gallons or 1.2 gallons. <laughs> the two thirds or a full flush. I think the the bigger button is for crimes. Crimes. It opens your secret laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> and how's your bathroom process Did you, have you gotten farther so no i got ghosted time, buddy, again so there's a leak in dragor's bathtub that's like leaking on their downstairs neighbor it's i i could do this myself but i've also never done it before and there's another unit in play so like my whole yeah. reason for hiring someone is to help with the whole liability thing so if a big bill shows up i don't have to pay it Otherwise, yeah, like I probably would have done this myself by now. Yeah, are you like authorized to make repairs to this condo? Condos are weird. (laughs) And like it's not even authorized. No one would even know. The association isn't (laughs) even involved yet because all of the plumbers that have looked through the hole that is still in my downstairs neighbor's bathroom ceiling, uh, the, the between the condo stuff looks fine. You know, I was in an apartment building where that wasn't fine and that was a whole thing. But geez. 
I I have a mortgage that says I own this shoebox that's a bit above ground level, and I am liable for the things that come out of it. Sort of. Read read all if y'all look condos. You're you're never gonna not have an association, but if you can avoid a company one, great. Like there are associations where it literally is the seven condo unit people in the building and there is no external entity. That's essentially, well, you do have shared things and you people have to figure that out. Uh, There are 147 units in this complex in total. uh, And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven units in my particular foyer access. But there are like two other foyer accesses that technically share my building. So things get really weird when the question of whose responsibility is it? And add on top of it that a trying-to-make-money company is the owner of, like, our management. Things get sketchy sometimes. Well, are you ready (laughs) to talk about news? Uh, Yes. I have a weird thing. I want to throw this out at the beginning just so I don't forget about it because it's a little bit long. Uh, remember that I am simply an idiot and I am, we are not like international correspondents. I just like to, <laughs> like, I think it's an, it is important to talk about these things because as a child of the, the second Iraq war, I got Django is, I was a kid, so I don't like blame myself right? and I don't blame anybody else who got swept up in it. But I was all about like, yeah, go bomb whoever blew up the twin towers. Like, let's go start a giant war. Then you later find out that, oh, this was all for the benefit of certain companies. And it just became, oh, these people got contracts. And the whole thing was like a take the money and run burglarization of public money. Like most international imperialist wars end up being. But also or, uh, murdering or, a lot of innocent people. Too. Yeah. And tons of people die for no reason in a country that wasn't even like they were all saudi arabian weren't they like <laughs> even if you have your state of you know it's all bullshit cover to do for money reasons for control reasons so right now we're doing a you like they're they're amping up for ukraine and with russia and uh i uh, i follow I, oh today i'm today i'm a special thing because i'm doing the bathroom i'm kind of chilled out because we've been having a nice vacation time and walking around a lot of mountains doing a lot of like free tourist activities yeah. and t- i'm not over explaining shit today i'm not going to give nine thousand caveats for everything unless you yeah. bring it up or something no so let's do I, it a, a, a communist that I respect a lot is Caleb Maupin. I'm I follow his uh, Center for Political Innovation uh, stuff. Like <laughs> I've I've signed up, which is basically like give me your email address and they'll send you some emails. And uh, I just want to read one that they sent out. So, and these are people who I I trust a, a bit. <laughs> hey, no, I'm not over explaining everything. We're just going in to all members, allies, and affiliates of the Center for Political Innovation. Uh, we are li- living during a crucial time in history. As the world is undergoing tremendous changes and development, the march towards progress is still an extraordinary challenge, especially for those across the planet still under the threat of violence and imperialism. In recent days, the Biden administration in the U.S. and the political forces behind the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, NATO, have brazenly endangered the peace and security of Europe over support for the current criminal government of Ukraine, threatening destruction and bloodshed against the peoples of the Dontesk, probably pronouncing things wrong, People's Republic and the Luhansk People's Republic, the DPR and LPR. The Center for Political Innovation supports wholeheartedly the struggle for peace and freedom for the peoples of Don, Donetsk, Donetsk and Luhansk and hope 
and the hope of justice for those affected by the violence in the region. We do not make light of the fact that the United States and its allies are core instigators of this violence, and we condemn the Biden administration and the North Atlantic Treaty Organization for their implicit roles and contributions towards destabilizing the region. To help make our messages known to the world, we are asking that members, allies, and affiliates for the CPI submit videos in support of the Donetsk People's Republic and the Luhansk People's Republic and condemning the aggressive NATO actions in the region. And uh, that's, that's, far, uh, that's the end of it. And while I don't, know, like, I don't fully know what's even going on over there, I, I don't and can't support... Like, I, I've seen thing, headlines and news stories that say that Ukraine doesn't really want the U.S. messing around there to the degree they are. Uh, I, I definitely don't trust whatever the U.S. Like, political machine is whenever it's encouraging me to get like all war happy, I heavily am questioning that. And I don't know uh, much about either of these people's republics. They mentioned uh, like quick Wikipedia checking and Googling tells me that those are uh, within the the disputed territories. Like when you remember the whole Russia is invading Ukraine, like those were kind of the territories and they aren't under Russian control. They're still technically Ukraine. Like if you look it up, it says like quasi territory, a quasi autonomous is the word you get a lot. I haven't, I don't know much of anything from on the ground over there other than my many degrees removed of I don't give a fuck story is a friend went there, uh, went to Russia, went to Ukraine, and their individual interaction there is the default attitude towards America is, yeah, they, like, yeah, America's cool. And there's a lot of history and context that goes into that. But everything I heard through this chain, it was never militaristic. It was never explicitly neo-Nazi or anything like that. It was, it was similar to the level on how people would casually talk about, yeah, Canada's cool. Go to Quebec. It's very interesting. It, I don't have much else other than i am in agreement that anything that comes out of american media has a story they want to sell and this that letters that emails request to get actual frontline evidence for what's happening is important but that's like important no matter to me that should be important no matter who you are like every reasonable person should look at the news and go i want several individuals takes on what's happening to those individuals because they're there and i'm not so i'm gonna th i'm gonna throw this into our text channel here i this is gonna be partially me doing a well, i'm putting this in the general chat if you all are paying attention oh, oh by the way if you join our patreon the reason you give us a dollar every month besides uh helping us out supporting us monetarily and what we're doing here it also gives you access to while we are playing while we're recording this right now we're in a discord chat and people are listening along and they can type in the chat we send us articles like oh look at this and we post like we'll go oh look at this article you could be in the chat right now looking at that article hey so <laughs> let me read some stuff uh cia trained ukrainian paramilitaries may take central role if russia invades and this is an article from like the 13th <laughs> the, this month from uh was this on yahoo Last news month. but uh 
Oh, yeah, it's February now. Happy February, everybody. The CIA is overseeing secret intensive training programs for the U.S. for elite. Like, you know, we talk about in Central America and South America in the last century, how the U.S. would, like, train Contras, just send in and destabilize people. Like, that exact playbook seems to be being used right now. Another reason I'm highly, like, critical and questioning of what's Not just right now, but on. has been and has yeah, been it never in stopped. progress. Yeah, we got this was established by the Obama administration, expanded under Trump, Biden administration, further augmenting. <laughs> they just like have highlighted the important bits we're looking through. Uh, like they, it seems like the U.S. is kind of getting a little coup force together so they can flip a government maybe and get another. Like they already have uh, allies in Ukraine. So here's how I I'm going to explain this poorly. I'm sure I'm going to mess up details. So please look into these things, even though saying that is easier said than done, because finding this info is just miserable online, just as the layman Googling around. It seems that like natural gas, not our natural gas, natural gas access for Europe. It's extremely expensive right now to have natural gas if you're like a UK person or a German citizen. So as far as I understand it, the Ukraine, and why they keep mentioning NATO and that email that I read from the uh, Center for Political Innovation, the Ukraine either has natural gas or uh, them joining NATO would would benefit Western powers in insofar as it would uh, it would end up with natural gas prices being higher, so fossil fuel companies would make more money. Whereas if Russia is in there messing around, uh, Ukraine, it's harder for them to join NATO because like they are it's it's hard to like accept countries that are actively like in some kind of conflict uh, into these organizations is have it's been explained to me. And uh, somehow if Russia gets what they're doing, the price of natural gas will actually go down, which would hurt uh Western uh you know, fossil fuel companies, and that may be why we're hearing about, oh, fuck, we gotta go fuck around in Ukraine again. Like, <laughs> that is so strange. It's like, it's strange in the sense of what what we learned about Iraq from all of that and the running joke. Many a political comedian I enjoy has done it in some form <laughs> or another, you know. Uh, what's the what's the greatest? Uh, America goes to war to get oil, like not just even prices and things, but like if you have oil, we want it and we're gonna take it. The money is all ancillary after that. The the biggest untapped oil reserves known to man are teenage boys' faces. Look at all those black <laughs> holes. You know, like these jokes write themselves, right? So this case that. Another entity would come in and make prices lower, and thus armchair effectively make everything better for a lot of actual people. It's more abstract and more naked at the same time to me. And that is, at a base level, strange compared to we're not going in there to just go take the resources because we can't... It would look bad for some reason to just take over Ukraine, right? Like, we would... Do you understand where I'm going with this? Maybe. <laughs> All right. So, like, in a lot of the Middle East stuff, a lot of the propaganda wasn't just us going in and taking resources, but we were explicitly helping to bring democracy, right? That was the message. Well, that's the cover that's given. And yeah. set up governments and things. And thus far, we're not hearing any of that. It's we want them to be autonomous and join NATO, except they're it, not it going to Russian. be autonomous. It's Russia bad, which remember, it's not me saying Russia good. Uh, Freaking 
Peter Coffin, IMO Russia shouldn't be in Ukraine, but NATO shouldn't <laughs> expand there either. And I'm like, yeah, yeah basically, <laughs> like, leave people alone. When they're t- I, I've the tiny bit of Wikipedia, uh, Wikipediaing into those uh, the People's Republic, as we mentioned, that are in that uh, disputed Ukrainian territory. Let's pull it up again so I can actually say the right thing. The Donetsk, D-O-N-E-T-S-K, People's Republic, and the Luhansk, L-U-H-A-N-S-K, People's Republics. They seem to be autonomous, as far as I can tell. Autonomous, not ever explaining, stop. <laughs> like semi-autonomous <laughs> regions of people who are trying to break off and be separate from the rest of Ukraine. And that sounds like a thing I sh- would probably support. <laughs> like, like, Without going into speculation, if this is a thing that people I trust know they're talking about support, I'm like, okay, I'm willing enough to to make that small leap without knowing nearly enough details. To, like, if you want to question or grill me on it, I have no. I, I don't know. have anything more. <laughs> I don't think the U.S. should be taking. However, I can comfortably say I don't think the U.S. should be taking over and making decisions for them, and I don't think Russia should be should be taking over and making decisions for them. Yeah. If it's anything like, uh, freaking was it Catalonia in Spain, where it's a it's a I don't know like a county essentially in Spain where they all kind of got together and voted, hey, we want to be our own autonomous region, we want to be Catalonia, we want to be our own country, basically, and Spain said no and brutally cracked down with their military and like the people who ran the vote got like run out of the country became or became political prisoners and if it's like that kind of situation yeah i I support catalonia i support scotland becoming independent even though the scotland independence movement isn't like a communist movement necessarily i mean i think there's some communist scottish communists probably are pro-independence because they were sick of being under the boot of london but if it's like that kind of thing hey there, there are many, there are many things we value, and there are many ways and reasons to get there. Plenty of which I don't agree with. There are many authoritarian reasons to want to be independent <laughs> because the people that are, that would become in charge there currently are not in charge and effectively have to report to others. So it's like, yeah, uh, give me all that power. I still agree with the independence, but I don't agree with that motive <laughs> or that structure. So, hey, <clears throat> hey, Marxist-Leninists. So, like, the character, of, you have to, you examine either who your system is benefiting or the character of your revolution in this case. Like, these are uh, small chunks that are starting to carve themselves out that started existing in 2014. Like, they're very, very young. These aren't like, oh, yes, in the first century, the <laughs> People's Republic... <laughs> Like these are relatively newly established uh, like entities. Are these uh, are, is the character of their states to benefit their people or to benefit a a very small ruling class? Is it uh, freaking? I can never remember the name of it. There's it's a uh, it's a capitalist ally, a Western ally, a country that is uh, essentially this. It's like a North Korea, but like or how how we view North Korea being like dictator. Whole country's kind of locked down. There's one like one very weird guy kind of runs the whole thing. I can't remember the name of him. Freaking John Oliver did a whole shtick on him. He's the guy who gets the Guinness Book of World Records stuff to get positive PR. His name is Dr. like Dr. Q wow. says Belarus. Belarus, thank you very much. Chat, see, see, you can help me out. Like Belarus, we we have no problem with Belarus, even though they have all of these those characteristics because their government is set up to seemingly benefit this one strange man <laughs> and his friends, uh, versus something like a Vietnam where they wanted independence from France to benefit largely the Vietnamese people themselves and not just a Vietnamese ruling class, which previously existed 
like installed rando like princes from who were like went through the like French and English finishing schools and then get sent back as monarchs. <laughs> <laughs> and the people who and the you know I, I trust the I, I trust who who is telling me that in this Ukraine situation you're not rooting for Russia to take the thing over or the U.S. to take the thing over. But for as they said in that email peace and the some kind of stability where you know less war let's not do a world war three because we have to get in a hot war with russia because of probably natural gas prices because that sounds right right like no one goes that sounds ridiculous we would never go to war for natural gas prices yeah we would Be careful. Guard your Jangoism. Resist your instinct to go like, home team, go shoot the bad guy. <laughs> uh, speaking of home team, go shoot the bad guy, here's more A-cab fodder. No, oh, Jesus. Uh, long story short, the title has it. A police car hit a kid on Halloween in 2019. Uh, <sighs> at first, they denied it even ever happened, and then it was proven it happened i guess that's just a weird thing to have to say and now the nypd is quashing a move to punish the officer i bring this up not because the, to most of us at this point none of this is surprising it's sick it's yeah. disgusting and none of this is surprising this is what the system is and has been and will be as long as it gets to live but uh in the thread i clicked through and i just i i did the thing you're not supposed to do i wanted to go read the comments and the number one stunning thing I was seeing was a lot of folks with some sentiment of this this uh, hurts my belief in the police or, you know, this this makes me respect them less. And the light bulb moment for me was there are ways to talk about the police system in a way to help people. Uh, view the contradictions a lot more. And this is one of them, right? Uh, in this thread, there are a lot of stories on uh, black kids getting arrested and lined up while trick-or-treating on Halloween. And, like, it's clearly racist. It's clearly racial profiling. None of this is surprising. But even to a pretty white suburbanite, you see that headline and the gut reaction is, no, that couldn't have happened. They must have been doing something wrong. And when these stories continue to come out, it's, I don't know, I, I, I fully believe ACAB, but I'm now considering how I want to change how I talk about it to try and get more allies is really why I bring this up. Pepper, your thoughts. Talking about things in a way that doesn't immediately put people off, I think the general attitude towards the police has already shifted to the point where most people go like, cops, right? And they just all roll their eyes. And like that sentiment existing at all makes things pretty, pretty darn easy to to get into. Everyone's already kind of on the side of like, wow, the police seem to spend far less time protecting and serving, and far more time uh, doing crimes and then fighting to make sure they get away with the crimes. Yeah. <laughs> freaking even time. NPR, all the like, long big ass freaking American life stories about this. So this crooked cop got away with shit for thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> Then they don't even have the happy endings anymore. And they're like, and the people who exposed them got harassed by their whole town. That's it. No happy ending. Like, period. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. <laughs> and it's not that that's like because that people need to, people are responsible for their own actions. But in this particular thing, it's like the, the part of the reason they got harassment from their town is at no, like they never, the, the city who looked into it, they, they went, wow. Yeah. This guy's really fucked up. Look at this huge, clear history of abuse towards certain people. Uh, they never, they did the, the thing like all these are where it's always plea bargains and things where it's like admit no fault and you can't bad mouth the officer after they leave. Like it's those kind of things. And I'm sure that if the city came out, I was like, yeah, this cop's a piece of shit. Like, I don't think the community would then be doing as much. Like more people would probably have their back. Like, wow, that piece of shit cop. I can't believe it. Linda, that's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) But you never get that. All the institutions, all the people who like trusted, we know that it's, we, everyone listening to this probably doesn't trust the institutions, but Joe Blow, I guess does still without them making the call of, Hey, uh, crooked officer, people are just willing to go along with, nah. they, they probably made it up to ruin that guy's life, or I don't know, whatever they think. Okay, uh, that was that short topic. I have another one. <laughs> I do want to uh, cue in the chat. I, I don't have a lot to say on it, but I have people been seeing the Bo- Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of the UK, and just a series of every other day, a new photo of him having a new lavish, packed rich people party during the London lockdown comes yeah. out where he's like, I wasn't doing parties. And it's like him doing keg stands with <laughs> with, with uh, whomever in his big backyard. Again, like, right? And? not surprising it just that, continues to push the same divide of like why would we trust these institutions when these are the people who head the institutions uh yeah i shared a tweet this is just another one of contradictions and where does the money and effort go so watch what capital does so the new york times we all know wordle you see if you don't know what wordle is and you see people tweeting or on facebook or anywhere you see rows of gray and yellow and green boxes and it's always five in a row that's this game wordle it's like mastermind you're guessing the day's word it's fun it's fine it's cool not the point uh games like this have been around forever the new york times this latest incarnation incarnation is one site in particular and the new york times spent low seven figures to acquire it uh this is (laughs) We, we have previously talked about uh, the Wirecutter Union had to strike to get $300,000 worth of raises for about 70 people. It's just, it's a, it's a blatant contradiction. Uh, everyone in my tech circle have similar attitudes. Well, good for the creator, but that's kind of fucked. <laughs> the conversation <laughs> continues about how nobody makes anything anymore to make it. You make it to get bought by a different entity. Which leads the whole, it, it that points out the contradiction of, uh, like, do we innovate? <laughs> is it innovation if the whole point is to be bought out by a larger monopoly in a hopefully adjacent industry? Because, like, New York Times, if you just, if you told someone from a while ago, like, yeah, so New York Times, which is a newspaper, yeah, they just bought uh, the equivalent of a video game you play on, like, Twitter. <laughs> like, what? <Sure. laughs> Why? Yeah. Because it's the new crossword. It's to... I'm not inherently against a move like this. They're buying a competitor. Wordle is a competitor for the New York Times crossword puzzles. If you look at it in that way, sure. (laughs) But if you look at it in the the newspaper stuff has to adapt, and if they didn't innovate it themselves, they have now seen this. So, like, in a vacuum, it's, 
ah, they recognize this thing, we're going to bring this in, it's going to get a bunch of eyeballs, and maybe they'll get some news. But, like, it never actually gets to the news part. It's, we're going to get and keep eyeballs because money. Because the New York Times doesn't serve news or information, it serves capital. Imagine being able to just on a whim for millions of dollars just buy a thing that's only existed for like a few months, or at least it's been only been popular for what a few weeks. Has the like, best, Wordle the, blew up in the last month? So the <laughs> right? best part is before this announcement, uh, the average daily usage was already starting to go down. So this fucker was like, <laughs> "Yeah, take it, bye." It was gonna stop anyway. Cash out. Cash There's two things at play that this exemplifies, and one is this need to own things that it doesn't make sense to own them, and of course I'm talking about NFTs. <laughs> but hey, all my music has been minted as NFT. I don't know what that means. All my music, because like it doesn't mean anything. It means <laughs> it mean someone's anything. believing they get to own something of yours that they can't, and you didn't get any money for some schmuck mark buying an nft like it's scams that's all it is oh my, so someone used your info online? used your music to scam other people you Look can't deep. even as far as i understand you can't even like like coding an mp3 file into an nft would be like a lot wouldn't it like can't yes. nfts so it's probably it's more like an address to a copy of the song because i plaster that shit everywhere for free so Correct. whatever link they're using is like what YouTube? No, <laughs> but YouTube it, it truly is. It's fraud. It's a bunch of people. The best one Silly. is it's a bunch of different groups going to people on the street, going, "If you give me five dollars, we can name this star after you." And someone else going, "If you give me ten dollars, we'll name that star after you and put sparkles around it." And none of it means anything because there's no such thing as owning a star in the sky. It's it's fake. We invented those words and put them together. And people not wanting to feel dumb go, oh, yeah, I get it. That's important. Uh, everybody's probably seen the, the Dan Olson big old two-hour-long YouTube video about NFTs and how, you know, breaking it down. Uh, the, he keeps using a... So, tale as old as time. There aren't that many con jobs. So, you can break them down to... This is a, what is a, the biggest... The bigger sucker scam is, I think, what he called it. Or kind of sort of yeah. like an uh, MLM, a multi-level marketing thing. The only reason NFTs have any value, or the same thing with crypto, actually, because it has a, they have absolutely no utility. We all know that. You can't do anything with NFTs. You can't really use Bitcoin to buy anything, like unless you're doing like a big stunt, like, ha-ha, I bought my Tesla with Bitcoin for a meme. <laughs> you can't use yeah. it because for all these reasons. So the, the reason you get crypto is because you hope later you'll be able to sell it to a bigger sucker than you. Like, you'll be able to sell it to someone who will pay more for it. Like, and realize, I own crypto, <laughs> right? Like, back in the, do I have, I bought $1,000 worth of Doge back in the, <laughs> and then I, th I think it's currently worth, like, $600, probably. So, like, it's not going well. And that was money that I'm like, okay, if this disappears, I guess, okay. And like, it won't hurt me finding I'm not going to like be homeless. But if this shit explodes, I, I hold all of my beliefs of how freaking unethical, how wasteful, stupid. But if it freaking is going to cha-ching and be like, surprise, Pep, here's $10,000. Like, I need the money. Yeah. <laughs> So I'll, like I only say that to because hey I'm over explaining like I said I wouldn't I well like, no I like this over explanation because it gets to another topic that's very furry relevant that I think we all have to check ourselves on and it is furry's reaction and response 
not to NFTs, but when us, the proletariat, someone who doesn't know where money's going to come from and can just go, fuck it, a bunch of people are throwing money at this. Why wouldn't I try and get some? You got uh, I, I can't. You can secure ons. your whole family. <laughs> we're not doing it because we want to buy another yacht. We're doing it because we're maybe knock a loan off or a credit card or something. If you get lucky enough that oh, I put hundred bucks into Bitcoin back in the day, and now I have a hundred thousand. <laughs> like, and so like you know what what happens when someone you know says, "Hey, I'm going to be." minting this special art thing that I'm making as an NFT and you know they're not financially stable do, Hope do some you believe the Twitter it. Do, you, do you believe the Twitter <laughs> mob justice should cancel you over that oh man it's I'm I'm fundamentally against NFTs like to be clear the first squared policy is I don't care what anyone's individual position is this organization will not support it you cannot promote it you cannot sell it anything that you do at our con cannot end up as one that is against our terms of service because in its current form it's a scam well <laughs> it's it is form. a scam on top of all of that but like at some point like i all right here's the question here's the what if right First Squared happens, or any con happens, and after the fact, an artist who was at that con, it's discovered, had already tried to do an NFT thing. What is what is furry Twitter going to do to that con and that person? Freak out. <laughs> I can, I'm telling you right now, outside of careful vetting of what is the content of their art, we're not looking for that. We don't have the time for it. We're not fucking doing that. We're looking at their gallery going, do we want this gallery represented at our event or not that's like the maximum bandwidth we can afford so okay a couple of ways the uh, let me throw a couple of angles out here so the 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 reason we end up with moral quandaries about it i i continually talk about moralizing arguments and how more i i tell you that i own crypto to essentially eliminate any possibility that i can be coming at this from a like holier than thou point because like I don't think you're evil <laughs> if you if you're like hey this might be my ticket to freaking secure my financial future you should think about it in the same way you do like going to the casino because as we all know they don't have utility tomorrow crypto could become illegal and it's just like ah your crypto is literally worthless now because it's impossible to trade and it has no utility you already couldn't trade it on the fucking exchanges unless you're a like a, a big ass motherfucker in the, in the crypto business thing. <laughs> You're probably trying to sell it to me. Like I bought my doge from one of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the bigger sucker. It's, what's the thing though? Like I know this person and they're fine. They were just like, okay, what's the easiest way to, cause otherwise you have to get like your bank account, like checked by these fucking websites. But if it was person peer to peer, you can just do it. <laughs> I just need your fucking wallet code. And he sent me the thing. Yeah. So I could PayPal him. <laughs> There, there are there are features of coins in crypto that are fascinating and worth following up on, but the implementation, how it spiraled out of control, just in service of the bigger sucker, it, that sucks. So our moral quandaries with crypto and NFTs is that they uh, kill the environment. They do various bad things that are real, tangible, negative impacts on Go the world. Go try and buy a video card for what it should. So quote unquote actually cost they probably cost more what they should cost now considering all of the abuse and child labor that goes into making them 
So let's say I'm a McDonald's employee. Well, I, that feeds into the agribusiness of the, uh, like, uh, what is it, factory farms of the beef market, which is directly linked to climate change. So really, we should be breaking into McDonald's and murdering the employees, right, to stop <laughs> the, the, the beef industry. Right? You see what I mean? It feels oh, yeah. kind of the same to me. Like, if you're a Walmart employee, and it's like, fuck you, Walmart employee. Don't you know Walmart is ruining the world? It's like, bitch, I am the greeter. I am not a <laughs> I am not a Walton. I do not make the money. <laughs> I am not one of the tech bro millionaires who is like having fun pumping and dumping cryptos. I own a little bit of this hoping that one day it goes to the moon and then I get to cash out and get the, get out of here and pay my bills. <laughs> Try to control your anger or should I say just direct it more efficiently. If you can afford to buy a fucking warehouse in the desert and then pack it full of graphics cards so you can mine bitcoin you're probably not proletarian or unless oh my god please don't blow all of your money buying a warehouse in the desert and putting a bunch of fucking graphics cards i mean i can people almost with more money you, than you the people that are buying the warehouse full of graphics cards figured out how to get funding and everything and it wasn't their money like that's, or <laughs> this is this is how these scams work like it you got it to a certain expect, to a certain extent, there's a part of me that has nothing but admiration for the hustle that has gone into <laughs> it. Like, if you've ever, if if, if you, none of you all have ever seen the movie Matchstick Men, it is fantastic. It's also an excellent Nicolas Cage movie, and like, it's about hustlers. So of course, like, what they're doing is inherently gross, and it's like it's specifically betraying trust of people, but. It's so fascinating. It's like watching that movie play out in real time around NFTs. Like, I have to deal with it. So I got to figure out some way to not scream every day when NFT comes across my desk. So I got to figure out a way to, like, engage with it in a healthy way. I just said this in the chat, too, because we're talking about how uh, Q and the thing. Uh active trades if you're like day trading crypto and you're trying to like swap your fucking currencies first of all you like you're playing in everybody's hands and that they all have transaction fees associated with them and that's how the people who like own these market these exchanges and marketplaces actually siphon real money like your binance and your crypto.com holy fuck you cannot take a shit without seeing a crypto.com ad uh <laughs> so that must be making big money for somebody and yeah if you're in there trying to like hustle and go aha i figured it out i have a system D don't just play blackjack do that instead you have a better payout rate <laughs> crypto day trade i don't know <laughs> that's what the nft people are doing trying to nft day trade like do you besmirch foreign manufacturers who make bootleg jerseys for me to buy off of alibaba <laughs> like, there there's the episode title all of that? Do you besmirch? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, real talk. Have you bought fake jerseys off Alibaba? It's it's that's the real gamble. Because sometimes you get them and they look pretty much fine. Other times you'll get it in just like the shade of whatever color is so comically off that you're like, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, I am not a jersey away. person, so. No, but I have I have done the Alibaba thing for other stuff, and yeah, the the anxiety of that box isn't the size I thought it was gonna be.
let's uh we are rounding to our our last act of this play let's well, check in with the democrats if <laughs> tell you a bunch of stuff you all already know anyway so like since we've last checked in with the democrats what's happened well the the bb build back better bitch is gone and they are n- you're never going to hear about it again <laughs> they, it failed its vote because of Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema. Because of course we all knew that was going to happen. Maybe we didn't have to waste two years jerking off to get to this point. Yeah, we did. That was part. That was the whole point. Yeah, because we're about to hit another election. We got to pretend we were doing something this last two years. Uh, and uh, what that resulted in was here in Arizona, my home state, Kirsten Cinema's state. She was censured by the Democratic Party. Ooh, she's in trouble. (laughs) My point and why I'm laughing is how it's just nothing. There is no consequence. They haven't really gone after her. If you type in Kirsten Sinema on your news tab, you get headlines like, oh, her grassroots donor pool dries up. She's getting a bunch of money from big GOP donors. And it's like, yeah, no shit. These were all pro-fossil fuel company moves. Because the bill, and it's not even like Build Back Better was going to revolutionize the country and bring about a socialist revolution. It was like a few more dollars for child care and maybe a little bit of community college help. It wasn't free student loans. It wasn't Medicare for all. It wasn't any of the shit they actually kind of thought we might do. <laughs> so we're we're in the ex- we're in such explosive growth. We have every time. Time and time again, article after article, that during the pandemic, uh, companies prospered massively financially. The bottom ni- the bottom ninety nine percent lost like what seven billion, and the top one percent gained seven billion. It was like a one to one transfer of wealth upward. And so a lot of people ask, but like, how is it this way? It can't actually be this way. There's there's other things, and there's a lot of you know, if you go looking, you can find things to support. Oh, but this got better or this got better. But that fact still remains. We know how much money left us and went to them. <laughs> and so then people start asking, you know, the people who don't already believe the people who believe the Democrats are doing all they can. They're not in this conversation. But for they're the people that are starting to have the open question of, but why? I, you know, me, I have been this person. Why aren't they doing even the barest minimum? That's a question and a sentiment that continues to come up. And the only real simple answer is, well, they were already making huge profits before, and then a pandemic hit. So why would they stop? Like, that's... it. it, To do anything at this point requires capital to give up some of it. We're at this stage. People jokingly say late-stage capitalism... Seriously, this is where we're at. You don't even see the bare minimum anymore. If you think like a liberal for a second, you would say that, no, the market... Well, think about what companies benefited. When when that transfer of wealth happened, who got it? Delivery services... Uh, anything that facilitated the pandemic. So I guess... Uh, so you know, your Pfizer's and Moderna's certainly made a little bit of fucking money. But if you ask liberal, if you think like a liberal, if you think that the market, that capitalism, that people buying and selling shit and trying to fuck each other over as hard as they can, can lead to progress, you would say, no, these industries emerged. Like, the the uh, the pandemic happened, and it required a response. And who was there to step up and save us? Amazon, DoorDash, Uber Eats. <laughs> like, as if they somehow switch- 
deserve it. And then you have story after story on Amazon has tangible fucking deaths on their hands and they made money. It's simply the price of having our lives like what <laughs> freedom. This is where you start throwing out words. Like, you know, how I went for the price of having and I like reached. That's where I would say something like freedom <laughs> or like, like like a nothing word because it's the price of having what? We're all free to be forced to go to work during a pandemic because if you don't, you will be homeless. And that's just kind of how it is. Uh, cupcake, get out there and piss in a bottle and deliver these packages. I, uh... Yeah. Um... So what else has happened with the Democrats? We have, uh, uh, we're about, we have the, the Supreme bill. Court. Oh, you've got the Supreme <laughs> Supreme Court nomination that may or may not. Uh, do you think it'll happen? So there's a, one of our Supreme Court justices is old as hell, and he's retiring uh, to not be another Ruth Bader Ginsburg who ends up dying with a Republican president. And they're like, oh, surprise, we get a 20th Supreme Court choice yep. this <laughs> this generation. Uh, so he's going to, and they're trying to, you know, of course, obstructionism. Do you think they'll actually get the justice in while controlling the presidency in both <laughs> houses of Congress? uh mainly because he's not gonna so the the phrase so i i don't i guess i don't understand why this isn't shared more other than i guess because we're asking these questions at all it acts as a great distraction i don't think there is going to be drama around this one because the balance is already fucked so to create fake questions around is the justice actually going to get in or not i think is part of the propaganda the it's the attention grabbing the line that the guy said was, I will resign when the next one person is ready to go and is confirmed. Like, mm. there you go. That's all I really need to know. I don't want to get into this anymore because, like, what what is there to do? Well, I don't mean, like, with you. I mean, engaging with it in general is, like, we're, we're spooked by what McConnell and the Republicans already did. And so now to draw attention away from not doing other things. Oh, we have to fight to get this justice in. It's not going to be a fight. They're just going to do it. So why are they framed like that? And then that's the question. Why is it being framed as, will it be difficult? We know it won't be. I'm trying to figure out if the bar, how low the bar can be for success for them to not clear because it gets lower and lower. And I'm genuinely curious as to if they have the fucking willpower to even do this most basic thing. I think it's genuinely possible that they just don't okay. confirm a justice from- and he just, <laughs> and then he just doesn't retire. And then I don't know, whatever happens from there. <laughs> I doubt that is the case. Cause like when we talk about the postmaster general stuff and with DeJoy, like those appointments and things are happening. It's glacial pace, but it's all moving forward. And because It's all in service of the machine of government. It's not going to actually change anything. So putting in a democratic justice is important to telling people the machine of democracy is going to move on just fine this one time when, of course, it would. I I, that's the only way I can view it. Well, everybody, I have Uh, wait, wait, I got I got a no, no, no. I got I got a quick a real life thing that's happening. We've got a cancel corner. Uh, Tony Khan, the billionaire owner of All Elite Wrestling, <laughs> tweeted out, We have been made aware of abhorrent and offensive comments made in the past by Brian Kendrick. 
There's no room in AEW for the views expressed by Brian. We think it's best for all that Brian be pulled from tonight's card as we gather more info. We'll announce about a replacement ASAP. So then, of course, the question is, what what was it? So I found uh, a tweet with a quote, apparently, from a video this guy was in. And this is what a wrestler Brian Kendrick said in a video. The Holocaust is overblown, and the Red Cross stated it was only 250,000 Jews who were killed, and the number was blown up to justify the creation of Israel. Oh my god, has he been hanging out with fucking Whoopi Goldberg? Because <laughs> she's canceled this week for the exact same thing. Oh no! <laughs> she's suspended from The View right now. Twitter told me this. I don't know. I could just scroll by. It's like, Whippy Goldberg's off of you. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Holy shit, everybody. Uh, wow. I mean, all right. I guess he didn't want that match tonight. <laughs> well, wait, I was like, wait, okay. This, this is not me in any way trying to soften or make excuses. I just want to know. <laughs> How long ago did he say that? I don't know, and I don't have any commentary of, like, I don't know how long ago. I don't know if there's been action or not. He was born in the 70s. Not. This is not a young person. This is, like, a person who's, like, 50-something. Uh, Brian <laughs> Kendrick? ass fan. Yes. Unless I'm an idiot. I was at his Wikipedia, so he was born in 73. He's 42. Oh, math? Brian Kendrick, the American professional wrestler. If you were born in 1973, 1979, who are you looking at? Oh, I just read too fast. <laughs> You're right. It's, it's 79. He's 42. <laughs> Look, I know him as his, as his previous name, Spanky. <laughs> All right, there's another episode title. I know him as his previous name, dot, 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 Spanky. Spanky. <laughs> No, I'm I'm with you. I truly the question is <laughs> oh, like, okay, fuck. if this is someone who was in that and got out and like genuinely made effort to fix it, then this seems kind of like overly harsh and shitty. Uh, but I think it seems like he's just an idiot. <laughs> I, I have I have I've learned a lot. The risk of learning about your favorite wrestler is uh they're they're wrestlers, not scholars. Yeah, there's been a a big turn in recent. Look, we were talking about AJ Styles watching, is a flat fucking earther. Oh, I thought you were talking about how AJ Styles went before he fucking somebody I guess told him told him better <laughs> would like scream faggot and shit. Like, oh, um, uh, like I mean, okay, there was a like time really early AJ Styles, and he was in the like various Southern wrestling things, and I mean, freaking a. I was watching footage from mid 2000, like 2006, eight, something like that. And that's a chant the audience is doing. Like bad gay F word. I don't say anymore. If you were saying it once. Like, and like things that would get pops would be like, I am not gay. And it'd be like, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, we have not come very far in very long. Like, it is extremely recent that wrestling is any less embarrassing. Because <laughs> like, a lot of pro wrestling is fine. But yeah. we are only a few years away from like the head shrinkers. That's your tag team. It's like, yeah. you know, weird, creepy Caribbean island racism. <laughs> yeah. Wrestling <laughs> wrestling has a long, complicated history with being exceptionally shitty. We got the minis. I mean, it came out, out of carnivals and carnies when we know how shitty all that was. 
it is it was gone from pure carny to now it's this like performance art gymnastics theater hybrid yeah that we like a lot it's theatrical gymnast mm, theatrical gymnastics but also one third jackass where like <laughs> someone wants to do a flip and kick someone in the dick yep <laughs> and never and everyone goes whoa <laughs> okay we have strayed but uh i, I did this bring has been last up. minute po- <laughs> sorry all right kendrick lamar no i'm sorry brian kendrick well this is another situation where i'm a new fan i'm like i don't even know who that guy is all right fuck him moving on <laughs> that's basically my opinion oh uh, it just sucks because yeah you you always wonder if you hear something like oh blanket like same thing with whoopi goldberg it's like what are your idea like how firmly do you believe this and why like who ta- what do you think like i would love to have a longer conversation it's just like brian kendrick why do you think the holocaust is fake again what like who told you this why like why do you, how much do you actually even give a shit about this or is this something your like weird cousin told you once and you're like repeating and you don't you're like well here it is we're here at dakau look so it's one of those oh where i see it's real if you're into like a conspiracy and like really into it it's never about it's it's never about the why so like by asking those questions people get frustrated and angry quickly because the logic starts falling apart in front of everyone. This has been a known thing. Like it's you gotta just be a, answer. It's be a private you earnestly. They, you could in earnest in private ask like, "Hey, I don't understand," and then they'll spew nonsense at you, and you're just supposed to understand. Does Kendrick think that that the Holocaust is not a big deal because the Jews who rule the whole world make up the fact that the Holocaust is a big deal to get sympathy about them ruling the world? Because that's what like neo Nazis believe. That's where <laughs> so that, that that's why? where that line of stuff goes. Or is he just like like I just said? You heard that somewhere and like is an is kind of like kind of dumb. Just hasn't really looked into history much. Uh, uh, no, you generally don't about. parrot think because Whoopi Goldberg. What's that explanation? Whoopi Goldberg has is she a skinhead neo Nazi? Probably well, remember, not. Remember, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg also is a provocative comic, and if you're addicted to being is provocative, she a Scientologist? Do Scientologists She's not Scientologist, believe in the Holocaust? I don't know. These are that's where I'm going. That's where my brain immediately goes. Let's look it up. Whoopi Goldberg. We should edit this part out. Sci- <laughs> Scientologist. I'm not editing any of this out. <laughs> is, is, is the Whoopi Task Force going to rappel in my window and blow my head off? <laughs> recommends Scientology's. Okay, we got a headline from 2020. Whoopi Goldberg recommends Scientology's drug rehab facility. Oh no! <laughs> On the View. <laughs> Holy fuck. What we are oh, right. to- Tony For- Ortega had to like on oh well, here's a tweet. On Friday, Whoopi Goldberg or- urged people struggling with uh, drug and alcohol addictions during the pandemic to get help with AA or Narconon. Narconon? Question mark. Why is Whoopi why is she recommending Scientology? I don't know. Like Well, is- it's very common. <laughs> Scientology has a lot of foothold in the entertainment industry. So a lot of people whispering and being your friends and being into that is not uncommon. Will Smith is that way, like not a Scientologist, but gave out uh, a bunch of five thousand dollar voucher certificate things to go to Scientology shit. And it's like Oh no! I googled the Narconon, and yeah, I think this is—it's called that because it's supposed to. You hear it and go, "Oh, like Alcanon, like Alcoholics Anonymous, Narconon." <laughs> oh God! Imagine you're trying to go to a fucking Narcotics Anonymous meeting, and you end up at the Scientology meeting, and, and now like, you know why a lot of us oh, no. put on those fucking Guy Fox masks and wanted those places <laughs> fucking 
gone. It's sinister Jesus. and harmful. Well, all right. We got to spin out of this episode because I don't want to have to edit a board. I told you I'm building a bathroom. I'm very busy. Everyone should feel very bad for me. <laughs> <laughs> That I have a beautiful bathroom now. I mean, it did take a lot of effort from me. I built them with these two hands and these the two paws. hands of my dad. These powerful these, paws. These right. powerful paws. <laughs> these beans uh, set grout. <laughs> so, uh, I have been Pepper Coyote. I have been Dragor. And this has been Last Minute Politics. Please... Hit the upvote button on whatever the hell you're listening to us on and tell your friends to check it out. Yeah. Bye. Bye.